0: All my failures I tried to hide. It was my tune. Till I met you. Yeah. You called my name. And I ran out of that grave. Out of the dark. To your glorious day. You call my name, and I ran out of that grave, out of the darkness into your glorious day. Next verse. Now your mercy has saved my soul. Now your freedom is all that I know The old may do Jesus when I met you You call my name You call my name And I ran out of that grave Out of the darkness Into your glorious day You called my name And I ran out of that grave Out of the darkness Into your glorious day I needed rescue My sin was heavy But chains break at the weight of your glory I needed shelter I was an orphan. Now you call me a citizen of heaven.
1: When I was broken,
0: you were my healing. Now your love is the air that I'm breathing. I have a future. My eyes are open. Because when you called my name, I ran out of that grave. Out of the dark your glorious day, you call my name, and I ran out of that grave, out of the darkness, into your glorious day, you call my name. Out of the darkness, into Your glorious day. Who am I that the highest King would welcome me? I was lost, but He brought me in. Oh, His love. is love for me who the sun sets free The slave to sin, Jesus died for me. Yes, He died for me. Who the sun sets free. Oh, house there's a place for me I'm a child of God yes I am you are chosen I am chosen not forsaken I am who you say I am you are for me not against me I am who you say I am, I am chosen, I am chosen, not forsaken, I am who you say I am, you are for me. Oh wait. A place for me. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. When darkness tries to roll over my bones, when sorrow comes to steal the joy. I And brokenness and pain is all I know oh I won't be shaken oh I won't be shaken my fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love my fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love my fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love sing that next verse with us shame no longer has a place to hide i am not a captive to the lies i'm not afraid to leave my past behind oh i won't be ashamed Oh, I won't be shaken. My fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love. My fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love. My fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love. break off every chain there's power that can empty out a grave there's resurrection power that can save there's power in your name there's power in your name sing that with us there's power that can break off every chain There's power that can empty out a grave Oh, there's resurrection power that can save There's power in your name Power in your name My fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love My fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love. My fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love. Uh, turn and welcome to somebody. Tell me glad to see you this Easter service. Sing this chorus with us. My fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love. My fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love. My fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love. Cruel as a grave, shame is a robber, and he's come to take my name,
1: love is
0: my redeemer, lifting me up from the ground, love is the power where my freedom song is found. There ain't no grave, gonna hold my body down. up out of the ground. God. No grave is going to hold our body down. Amen. One day we're going to rise up out of that grave. he went on down to hell he took back every key he rose up as a lion now he's in the castle. Out of the grave I'm walking to if you walked out of the grave I'm walking to see not with us if you walked out of the grave I'm walking to yeah if you walked out of the grave I'm walking to Yeah. there ain't no grave my feet rose to dance when death was arrested and my life began oh your grace so free washes over my chains I'm a prisoner no more my shame was a ransom he faithfully wore he cancelled my debt and he called me his friend when death was arrested and my life began y'all sing this with us oh your grace so free Washes over me. You have made me new. Now life begins with you. Your endless love, your endless love. Rejoice as though heaven had lost. But then Jesus arose with our Over me, You have made us new. Now life begins with You. It's Your endless love pouring down on us. You have made us new. Now life begins with You. Indeed. Yes,
1: here today. Amen. Oh, that's good Easter worship this morning. Amen? Amen. It's great to see you. In the Methodist tradition and other traditions, there is an Easter uh, response, if you will. and those of you who come from that background know what I'm talking about and others may uh, be cued to it and others it may be brand new to you. but the preacher says, the worship leader says, he is risen and the congregation says there you go he is risen indeed so let's let's make this place ring with our celebration of that fact he is risen he is risen he is risen amen we celebrate that today and it's a game changer it changes everything about our lives the victory that jesus has won the victory that He appropriates to our lives as we put our faith in Him. We make it more difficult than it needs to be. The fact is Jesus came and died on the cross to pay our sin debt that we might find the forgiveness of the Father and move into a friendship with God, be reconciled to Him. Sin no longer has sway over us because of the death of Christ on the cross. But then on the third day, Jesus left the tomb behind just as He promised He would. And when He did that, He showed the world for all time that He was the great victor over every enemy, over death, over Satan, over sin. And that's what we celebrate today. It's Everything's changed because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I want to share Matthew's passage with you. Matthew 28, verses 1 through 6. I don't see as well as I used to. I told some of you this morning, I joined a new club. I joined the club uh, of people who can hide their own Easter eggs. <laughs> Think about it. If you're very young, you don't get it. If, you, if you're anywhere near where I'm at, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I told someone I had a little jar of, of candy someone gave me. And uh, after a bit, I thought, well, did I, did I find some candy or did I lose an Easter basket? Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for He has risen, as He said. Come and see the place where He lay. Lord, this morning as we gather around the truth of Your Word, around the truth of the resurrection event, we pray that Your Holy Spirit would quicken our spirits. That, Lord, we together might know, the preacher and the congregation, that we might know, Lord, that this truth is bigger than any verbalization we could offer it. We pray that Your Spirit would help us to know how true the resurrection is and what the implications are for all of us because of who Jesus is and because of what He has done and His victory over death, over sin, and over the grave. Lord, we pray that Your Word would find its place in our lives. And that this would not be Easter just for this morning, but Lord, that as we move forward, Easter, the celebration of the resurrection of our Savior, would change everything. We ask it in His name and for Your glory. Amen. The Apostle Paul would write to the Corinthian church some years after the resurrection, these words in the 15th chapter of 1 Corinthians, If Christ has not been raised then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain. Think about that this morning. If Jesus did not walk out of that tomb, then what we are doing here is an exercise in futility. But because He did walk out of that tomb, because He is victorious over death, because He does deliver to us an eternity that is glorious, it changes everything. It not only changes our future, it changes our now. Because where we are now is perceived differently when we find ourselves overtaken by the life-giving glory of Jesus Christ. Paul also wrote to the Corinthians, If Christ had not been raised, your faith is futile, and you are still in your sins. But the truth is, because Jesus walked away from that grave, you and I can walk away from sin's stronghold that has been so prevalent among humanity. Because of Jesus, everything's changed. When I went into high school, believe it or not, I was a little guy. I was about four foot nine. I weighed 100 pounds, and I became the object uh, for bullies in our school. I mean, I was just one of the ones that everybody picked on. And during the course of my first year in high school, I made friends with a guy by the name of Ernie, whose brother's name was Willie. They were twins. They were two of the baddest dudes in the high school that I went to for some reason Ernie and I made a connection just became friends we had a couple of classes together and he started to look out for me he had my back you know what I'm saying when people found out that Ernie was looking out for me they started walking on the other side of the hallway one day I went into the into the boys restroom at Northside High School and uh, Willie was in there Willie and I were not friends even though it was Ernie's twin And Willie started messing with me, started pushing me around. Ernie walked in. Ernie said, leave him alone. He said, man, what is your deal? They got into it. These two brothers got into it. I went to class. (laughs) I didn't want any part of it. But everything changed for me once Ernie became my friend and truly had my back. And then I grew up a little bit and I was able to stand my ground a little bit better as the years went by. But I'll always remember how he he was my protector, if you will. Jesus is our big brother. And he's got you in ways that, that defy your understanding. I mean, honestly, he says, I will be with you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He said on one occasion, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. He's got us. And because we have the life that He has demonstrated by walking away from the tomb, it changes everything. It really does. I've been traveling some lately. A couple of months ago, there was a group of us who were at the empty tomb. And I'm telling you, when you stand there in that place, and you see there in the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, the, the slab where, that represents the place where Jesus was taken off of the cross and, and laid uh, before He was laid in the tomb. It's a sobering, sobering journey to stand in those places. To, to climb up to a higher place in the church of the Holy Sepulcher and to lay your hand at the place where the cross rested on Golgotha's hill. And then to come back down the stairs and there's that slab where Jesus' body was laid. And to go around the corner where there's a little chapel built over top of the tomb that He left empty. It's incredible to be in those places. And it, to be there... Uh, heightens your understanding and, and your reception of this reality. I pray that, that everybody would have the opportunity one day to visit that that great land and to experience the glories that are there to be revealed in our spirits. I'm telling you, when I knelt down and I laid my hand on the place where the cross rested, my my soul quaked within me with thanksgiving. Lord, thank You for what You did for me. He went to the cross for us. And, and it's proven in that moment when one of the people who was being crucified alongside Him turned to Jesus and said, will you remember me when you come into your kingdom? And Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise. That promise is for us. If we would dare believe that Jesus is the Lamb of God, that He is the Son of God who came to die on that cross for us. But then to walk into the tomb and to see that He is no longer there, You could open many tombs there in that very land, in those cemeteries that are scattered everywhere. You could open the tombs and there you would find the bones, the earthly remains of those who have been in the grave for centuries. But when you go to the tomb of Jesus, it's empty, there's nothing there. They didn't steal His body away and place it somewhere else because the Bible gives historical witness to the fact that Jesus appeared to hundreds of people after His resurrection. You've heard me tell the story. I've got to tell it this morning. He appeared to Peter and some of the other disciples who went fishing one day. They kind of had given up on the dreams that they had for a, a takeover, if you will. Things didn't turn out the way that they had perceived them in their spirits and their minds. And so they said, we're, we're going fishing. They were on the northern shore of Galilee, the Sea of Galilee, just about a hundred yards out, fishing. Fished all night long. The sun was coming up. One of them noticed there was a stranger up on the shore. The stranger called out to them and said, Put your nets out on the right side of the boat and you'll catch some fish. And I think it jogged their memory. There was another time early when he called them to follow him that the same sort of thing happened. Whatever, they were moved and they put the net out on the right side of the boat. And the Bible says they caught so many fish they couldn't haul the net in. So they just drug the net alongside of the boat to the shore. As all of this is happening, suddenly Peter realizes it's the Lord. As a matter of fact, John said to him, it's the Lord. And the Scripture says Peter was so excited about this encounter that he jumped out of the boat, he swam to shore, and he went to where Jesus was. And as they were there, the rest came in with the nets full of fish. And the Bible says there were 153 fish in that net. Huh, why does it say 153? I always wondered about that. And Madeline, our tour guide, gave us the answer while we were there. She said, if you take the Hebrew alphabet, every character in the alphabet has a numeric value. 153. The phrase in Hebrew, I am the Lord, adds up to 153. And whether they realized it in that moment or not, all of heaven knew, that Jesus was saying to them, after all that had happened that week, I am the Lord. I am in control of this universe. I've got you. And then he would say to Peter, he would ask him, do you love me? Peter said, Lord, you know I love you. In a little bit he asked him again, do you love me? I love you. You know I love you. Feed my lambs. And the third time he asked him, do you love me? And I think when when he asked the third time, it dawned on Peter what was happening. For every denial that had happened in the courtyard of Caiaphas, Jesus gave him an opportunity to bury all of that in the past, that he might be able to move to the glorious future that he had for Peter, the glorious future that he has for us. Tuesday, my dad and my brothers and I stood by my mom's grave on what would have been her 87th birthday. Dad ordered red roses and they were there when we got there. And I had a little sadness. It's the first time I've been back since her service, since her burial there in Arlington. And all of a sudden, the Lord just kind of swept over me and said, remember where you were standing a couple of months ago? I want you to know that your mama's grave is going to be empty one day. That is the glory of the resurrection. Jesus said, because I live, you too will live. You see, it's not just His resurrection. It's our resurrection too that is promised because He left the tomb empty. Again, Paul, in writing to the Corinthians, said, In fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. Each in his own order, Christ the firstfruits, then at His coming, those who belong to Him. Do you know the Bible says that one day the archangel will give a shout and there will be a trumpet blast and Jesus will return in the clouds. And the Bible says in that moment the dead in Christ shall rise first and then those who are alive and remain as His followers will be caught up together with them and then we will forever be with the Lord. Y'all, that is the future we have because of the glory of the historical evidence that that points to an empty tomb. I mean, this this is real life stuff. Everything changes. Not only will your loved ones leave their grave, but if you pass from this life before Jesus returns, you too will blow out of your grave. I remember when we were having Harwood and Maggie's wedding and we were at that old Sheldon church down in the low country. There was a a tomb there. It was a big concrete lid to a grave uh, that was above the ground Uh, And it was above the ground about like this, and uh, a Mr. Bull was buried there. And they said, the wedding director said, we want you to stand on on top of that tomb. That'll kind of be like an elevated platform for you. And this is just the way my brain works. I thought, you know, if that trumpet sounds, I'm going to have to dive real quick. Or Mr. Bull's going to shoot me to the sky when this lid comes off. When Jesus died, the Bible says that many of the graves of the saints opened up and the holy people walked into the holy city giving witness to the power of Christ. Y'all, one day, ain't no grave going to hold your body down. That is the truth of the resurrection. This is real life stuff. Everyone who puts their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ receives the forgiveness of sins, but also the promise of a glorious resurrection. It changes everything. You see, I still have moments of fear. But at best, it's temporary when I turn my eyes back toward Jesus. The resurrection of Jesus Christ means death is defeated. It means our future is certain. It means that eternity will be glorious beyond our wildest dreams. Just as Jesus spoke the words to Mary, as she grieved the death of her brother Lazarus, He speaks the words to us today. I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in Me, though he die, yet shall he live, and everyone who lives and believes in Me shall never die. And here comes the question to you that came to Mary so long ago. Do you believe this? Do you believe He is risen? If so, say amen. Amen. Do you believe that His death on the cross... Paid your sin debt. If so, say amen. Amen. Do you believe that one day those who are in Christ will leave the graves behind to go inhabit that glorious heaven that He's prepared for us? If so, say amen. amen. It's real. And the exciting thing about the work of the Lord is you don't have to take my word for it. But would you take note of how the Spirit is moving in your spirit this morning? That's not me, that's God. All I can do is bear witness. And this morning one preacher bears witness one way and another bears witness another way. But the witness that matters most of all is the witness of the Holy Spirit with your spirit. God is speaking to your heart right now to validate the reality of the resurrection and what it means for each and every one of us. Jesus has changed everything forever. I have chosen to follow Him. Will you follow Him? Not just talk about Him. Not just study about Him. But will you pledge your allegiance to Him? Will you follow Him? If you will follow Him, He will lead you all the way to victory. That's a promise. Because I stood at the empty tomb in Jerusalem just a couple of months ago. It changed everything for me this week when I stood in Arlington. It gave me a whole new view of what's going to happen in that place one day when Jesus returns. That's awesome. Would you bow your heads? Lord, sometimes life becomes cluttered with things that are temporary and sometimes not very valuable. And yet we attach value to things because of cultural expectations and beliefs. Then your spirit breaks through and helps us to realize what really matters what is really precious, what will last forever. I pray in these moments as we're gathered here on Easter Sunday that your Holy Spirit would would connect with us individually in such a way that we might hear what it is that you're wanting to say to our souls about following Jesus. Lord, help us to know that You are the Lord over all creation. And what You have said will be, that is exactly what will happen as we face the future. You're going to come back one day. And You're going to call us to to join with You as we make our way into that heaven that You've prepared. And I pray, Lord, that for anyone who is here today who has not yet decided to follow You that this morning would be their their moment when they would answer the call of Your Spirit upon their lives to simply make Jesus the centerpiece of their lives. I want to thank You this morning, Lord, that ain't no grave going to hold us back. Because what you have prepared for us and because of the payment that you've made for us. Because you walked away from that grave, we too will walk away from death. If you're here this morning and you have never made a decision to trust in the Lord Jesus Christ personally I want to ask you just in in your heart where you're seated right now to pray this prayer with me. Dear Father I recognize my need for you and for all that you have secured for me in Christ and this morning I want to become Your follower. I want to receive the grace that was poured out at the cross. And Lord, I want to follow You to that future that You've prepared for me through Your Son, Your resurrected Son, Jesus Christ. I turn away from all of those things that have been keeping me from You. Lord, I turn to You that I might find life in its fullness not only for now, but for all eternity. in Jesus name amen
0: God send his son